live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Well, Freak Nation, football is uh, abound, and for many folks out there, it takes the front seat to their Sundays. Yeah, college football, maybe Saturday afternoons as well, but damn it, they're still racing in NASCAR. No racing today in IndyCar, no racing today in NHRA, but Indianapolis Motor Speedway was the home of Kevin Harvick's, yep, Kevin Harvick's, what, second win at the at uh, IMS, 16 years after his first, the longest stretch between wins. In the race's history, Crasher, 16 years. Doesn't seem possible, but okay. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> apparently it is. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, again, a big old freak sandwich tonight. We have a plethora of things to hit. Statman Scat coming up in about 20 minutes that I want you to stick around for because I think he makes a great point. Statman, I don't want to give away, but nice... Nice suggestion with a topic tonight, and then I, again, let's don't give it away. Let's let's don't be the tease killers, killers. But yeah, I think I think we're seeing what you what you're cooking on your snappy little scat. Yeah, it's the only thing that makes sense. Otherwise, there's the insanity. It will boggle the mind. It's the only thing that makes sense. You got to listen to the scat because nobody could be that stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Statman, did we get the Cleveland Browns conversation out of the way? Uh, the only thing I could say about the Browns is that I am infinitely glad that I didn't buy any gear when I came back here to Ohio. <laughs> they they looked they looked so bad. And what made it worse is that the, some of the talk during the game was that the Browns were interested in acquiring Antonio Brown. If they did, if they'd have done that, I'd have thrown away seventy years of commitment to him. Wow. Okay, if we're gonna bring up that guy's name, that absolute diva, drive me crazy name, let's talk about I, Rutledge Wood. Thank you very much. In the middle of the Brickyard Four Hundred, in the Turn Two Suites. Bringing up the real AB, talking about NHRA champion Antron Brown, and that that was just cool. I love seeing Antron Brown at the Brickyard. Of course, like I just said, we're talking about NHRA multi-time champion in Top Fuel. So yeah, that's the real AB. Let's not bring up that other AB deserves no airtime whatsoever anywhere except in the that tiny city of now Boston. Holy smokes, Crasher! Sorry. But I, I was, sorry. again, I was the yeah, one the that brought... mi- The mind, wait a minute, the mind boggles to think what would have happened if the Colts would have, or Denver would have signed him. Then he would be the greatest acquisition in football history. No, believe it or not, no, no. I, who wants that headache? Fine, Belichick, you take it. <laughs> You're probably the only one that can actually deal with it. So, you know, whatever. Ugh. This, of course, on the heels of Statman, it finally happened. Jimmy freaking Johnson will not make the playoffs, Dad, man. That's sad. I saw uh, I saw a tweet uh, earlier. Was it earlier today that 
said that uh, Jimmy Johnson might be the greatest driver in NASCAR history. Uh, anyway, uh, I I've been thinking about that. I I I just don't think so. I'm I'm one of the biggest Jimmy Johnson fans around, but uh, no one is better than the King Richard Petty. Jimmy didn't have to drive on the cow pasture uh, poop vills that uh, um, Petty drove on and won races on, uh, raced against people that would crash you, cars flying out of the uh, stadium and not just crashing into a wall. Uh, Jimmy Johnson wouldn't have survived any of that. Really? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy him as being the best. And you both know that I'm a huge Johnson fan. Uh, but it's not even one A and one B. It's it's one and two. So where on the pecking order do you put Chad Knauss in the lack of success the last couple of years for Jimmy Johnson? Well, I think it's I think it's a huge issue, and I. Uh, the bigger issue, though, and I've I've looked for this, Kenny, and I can't find it, that somebody did a study many years ago that said that after 35 that the NASCAR, uh, the cup driver's um, uh, abilities drop off enormously. Uh, after what year? After 35. Anecdotally, you could see it's true, but... Uh, I just I I think that Chad Canales leaving Jimmy left him in alerts. Going to reset with some affiliates and get back to Crash Gladys pit news and notes. Speed freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined. The freaks. Welcoming in another round of Affiliates, Freak Nation. How you doing? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Man. Crash Gladys, pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor. General Tire. You should be rolling on those bad boys. You got yourself an SUV, a big old fat truck. You go four-wheel drive, bad boy. You go to GeneralTire.com or your favorite tire dealership. Big old tire, discount tire. And grab yourself some General Tires today. Crasher. Well, the Brickyard Weekend closed the doors on the NASCAR regular season, and we just talked about this for the first time since the inception of the playoffs. Seven-time champ Jimmy Johnson is not going to be eligible for the NASCAR title. Yeah, let that sink in for a bit. He's 15-1. and one. Today's winner of the Brickyard 400, Kevin Harvick, was already locked into the chase field, but the guys circling that 16 spot, they had a heck of a lot more to gain or lose in today's race. In the end, it was Clint Boyer and Ryan Newman who grabbed their chances at a cup while Daniel Suarez was on the outside looking in. So, here are the 16 drivers vying for one cup, of which this group now includes six former champions. Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, and Eric Jones are the top ten. And then the final six guys in the playoffs, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, speaking of Chad Knauss, Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, and Ryan Newman. Brad Keselowski was very upset at the angle where he crashed. More on that later in the show. And your winner of the Xfinity 100 lap race, that was Kyle Busch. Formula One raced in Italy, and how about that Ferrari winning on their home soil? That never gets old. Neither does, 
winning, apparently, for the new man who's climbing through those all-time ranks in the series. Yeah, one of Mario Andretti's favorite drivers, Charles Leclerc. He won for the second week in a row and held off both charging Mercedes drivers, Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas. Ferrari in Italy, baby. Yep, it was a short racing weekend, but that's your news and notes for this weekend. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Do the smart thing, Freak Nation, and roll on General Tire. It's GeneralTire.com. Plenty more conversation in regards to Kevin Harvick with the big win, but still the story for a lot of us, man, is uh, Jimmy Johnson not making the playoffs. Philippe Nasser going to be coming up. Sports Arc pilot, he'll be here. Second hour, Jarrett Brooks, a big Crandon off-road win. Running on the General Tire, sporting those rigid industry lights. Uh, he'll be coming up in the second hour. More Freaks next on the Freak Radio Network. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. Mav TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. Mav TV televises off road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. Mav TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. Mav TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand. Your Mav TV. 
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This segment brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Do yourself a favor, man. Go to Lucas Oil. That's lucasoil.com. Check out the plethora of products that Lucas Oil has to offer. I don't care what you're driving, what you're riding. Lucas Oil has the finest synthetic oil on the planet. Go to lucasoil.com. Philippe Nasser joining us here in moments. Felipe. Felipe, sorry. Went all Anglo for a second. What did you tell me that Philippe was hanging out where, Crasher? Oh, he's been doing a buddy road trip through the southwest apparently they've hit the grand canyon probably a few bars southern california who knows he's probably calling us from like big sur right now yeah it's gonna be we need to ask him before we get into motorsports questions we need to ask him about this buddy road trip any idea of all the buddies on this road trip no clue Hmm. all right looking forward to that Again, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Kevin Harvick with a big win in Indianapolis. Also... Playing Hotel California for Kevin Harvick or for Felipe mm, Nasser's road trip? I was kind of playing it for his road trip. Okay, nice. Well done. You know, I just every, every now and then I get one. <laughs> you, know? you think Stat- he stayed in Hotel California? <laughs> I don't know. Allegedly, that actual hotel is in Mexico. Just about an hour north of... Cabo, right? Cabo, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cabo so that's Santos. where Zeke Elliott stayed. <laughs> oh, stat man! <laughs> you knew it was coming, Kenny. You knew it. Okay, was... look. Who cares? You, who needed him today, man? Who the <laughs> hell needed him today? Right? Okay, here we go. What Crasher? Who the hell needed needed that son of a gun today? Got Dak Prescott looking all world out there for you, man. Shall we roll? Your Statman Scat coming up in moments. Be sure you stick around for that. We're going to pull off on a Statman Scat with a topic that didn't even come to mind until he brought it up. We'll get into that. Uh, Philippe Nasser will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Jarrett Brooks in the second hour. Statman, have you ever been to Crandon, the, the legendary off-road race Crandon? No, I've tried to go when I've been in the Midwest, but uh, I've watched a lot of uh, television from there, and it looks like more than a race like long beach is more than a uh indy car race or a car race it looks like a festival and uh it looks like nothing but fun yeah kind of like how sebring is sure there's a sports car race going on but it's all about the zoo and the people and couches on fire keg stands stuff like that you know which leads me to ask that simple question we've seen our share of infield craziness one that we haven't seen, of course, is the the zoo is at uh, uh, Sebring. Well, there's two zoos. There's yeah. a zoo in Sebring. They, that's where they call the big motorhome campout area. But there's also the zoo outside of the Brainerd, Minnesota, that's NHRA what drag I was strip. To. Yeah. 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 
And when Ron Caps won there, he was supposed to call us on Speed Freaks. What is this now? Three Sunday nights ago. He won in Minnesota at the Lucas Oil Raceway there and was supposed to call us but didn't because, and he apologized later, because he got caught up in the zoo with fans, drinking beers with fans. <laughs> so good for him. Ron Caps drinking beer? The dickens, you say? <laughs> right. <laughs> <Stand>. <laughs> He's one of the all-time greatest. He, he really is. Love Caps. Before we get to Statman Scat, one other thing I want to bring up is we all saw that accident today uh, coming out of turn. Was that that was turn four, Crasher? I think it was turn two. It wasn't in front. Of, yeah, it was in front of the turn two suite. Okay, yeah, turn two where it's damn near a 90-degree angle between the wall and the what the entrance or the, at the exit of the pit road or what's that lane called no there's just so many things what? in the infield so there's it's it's kind of a wall that goes around part of the golf course and part of the eh, there's just so much there there's a parking lot for the museum it's 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 a wall that really it, it i don't know okay offhand i don't know if this wall has something to do with the road course going through the the infield so i cannot without looking at it right now i cannot tell you exactly why that wall is there but it is a a, an interesting spot for this wall, and it creates an angle that Brad Keselowski happened to crash right on. I mean, what are the chances of that? Well, it happened, and he was not too happy. But you look at the, that that accident, and that's what you were, you heard the announcers talking about, how they're not a big fan of tire barriers, but thank goodness those tires were there because it certainly softened that blow of Brad Keselowski to a degree where he just climbs out of the car where, frankly, a lot of us thought if those tires weren't there but the soft wall was, I don't know if he'd be crawling out of that car. I don't think so either. I think he got really lucky. Thank goodness the tires were there. Yeah, it might have still been a very hard hit, but you're going to get hard hits at almost any track. I I get it, though. He's upset. He, he's the one that got hit. How can any of us even compare to what his body went through? And that's one thing, Stat, that we've talked about here in the Freak Nation. We haven't been bashful about at least applauding NASCAR for finally getting off the dime and creating these safety barriers where, frankly, when they started doing it, it was like, well, we'll do it at this track and then we'll wait next year. Put it. This. What it reminds me of is Major League Baseball and each stadium having a choice to extend the netting from first base all the way down first and third base lines to the outfield, it's like a case-by-case basis when if one person gets nailed or one person, one child gets injured or 1,000 children get injured, why not go ahead and pull the trigger? You have to remember that drivers complain about anything, anytime, uh, and you have to keep that in perspective. Uh, we, we, you, know, you, you have to applaud uh, NASCAR for uh, improving the cars, improving the safety barriers, the so-called soft walls, uh, everything that they've done in the last, what, 15, 16 years to make it safer for the drivers. And if the drivers complain, somebody should just take them aside, smack them and tell them to shut up uh, because it, it just doesn't, it, 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 there's no place for it. They, they're doing something to protect them and uh, them alone. This is the actual quote from Brad Keselowski. He said, I hit the wall there, and then there's this spot on the wall with just an atrocious angle. I don't know what that spot is for, but it does not need to be there. Oh, but we found it. 
that's how racing goes. You find these things. I think there probably should not be weird angles like that to wreck on. You know, this track was really part of the safety revolution about 15 or 20 years ago. I think it's time for another. And I think I'm not quite sure if it was Burton or who it was that said this, that if there is something, if there's a kink in the track, a driver will find it. <laughs> that's, yeah, and that's basically what Brad said. Right? Quote. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, so more coming up in regards to Kevin Harvick getting, a, getting his win at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Jimmy Johnson not making the playoffs. But first, how about some Statman scat in the Freak Nation? Yep. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Even if you don't like stick and ball sports, you learn to hate Antonio Brown this week. The NFL wide receiver calls his antics booming. That's slang for unfathomably hot or irresistible. We're left with believing Brown is the idiot supreme or he's boomingly brilliant. Stories say Brown left 30 to $45 million on the table in Oakland. He'll get some of that back if he sticks under the New England Patriots discipline. The rest and more could come from a deal with his new helmet company and growth in his social media empire. Sunday morning, he had 3.6 million fans on Instagram alone. No one in sports has made more social media than video legend Ken Block, who has half again more Instagram followers than Antonio. And NASCAR drivers have long known that sponsors want social media presence over race wins. So maybe social media has infected football now, and Antonio Brown is following the booming noise from the racetrack. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. If you need anything from a simple home repair to a major remodel, you need to know about HomeAdvisor. It's a totally free service that instantly connects you with top local service pros. HomeAdvisor is a very easy way to find a home contractor, and for me, it's the only way. You can use HomeAdvisor for everything. Your house cleaning, your painting. Electricians, plumbers, handymen. We've had nothing but fabulous every single time. Just select the type of work you need done, and HomeAdvisor's ProFinder technology instantly finds top pros in your area. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use their cost guide to find out what hundreds of other repair and improvement projects cost in your area. I think everybody should use HomeAdvisor. In fact, I tell everybody to use HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor is a total solution to any type of work you would ever want to do around your house. And best of all, it's completely free. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's segment brought to you by good friends at General Tire, man. Go to GeneralTire.com. Check out the righteous rubber for that righteous ride you got, man. GeneralTire.com or turn to your local tire pro professional. Grab yourself some General Tires. Make the smart choice. Forgot about how damn good this band was. Yeah. You take the lead. You take the lead singer out of a hardcore popular rock and roll band. Yeah, sorry. I mean, we, didn't, we didn't take him out. He died. Jeez. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out Lucas Oil Studios. 20 years, man. Statman, listening to your scat reminded me of something. And you can paraphrase your scat here in just a second. But hearing... About the brand, I went when I hear about athletes or anyone, anyone in general about the brand. You're right; it's so social media oriented. But prior to that, it was really you established your brand with the people that you hung with or the sponsors that you you brought aboard. I'm talking about athletes, the sponsors that you endorsed. That's how you help. That's how you help. Uh, not revitalize. That's how you help bring your brand to the forefront. Whether it was Mountain Dew or Pepsi or Marlboro, I mean that was that was branding. But I think you're onto something here with Antonio Brown and the millions of followers that he has. It's as if his brand on social media is as important or more than his play on the field. Oh, I think it's without question it's more important, and I think that's going to be the disintegration of team sports. They they say football is the ultimate team game, but if uh, football players are trying to get the big contracts like they see in baseball or uh, the NBA and professional basketball, the only way they're going to do that is to separate themselves from the other 53 players or 11 players on the field and stand out. And maybe uh, Antoine Brown is the first one to really take this to a whole other level. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's certain, but 
I feel certain that this whole uh, in, this whole impact about a helmet was to get a helmet contract with somebody else. And there's other people saying that his all of these blow-ups were actually part of a master plan by Antonio Brown and his agent Drew Rosenhaus to eventually get him to the Patriots. So yeah, there are there are a lot of quasi conspiracy theories as to how this all went down. Some would argue, why do you want to be a diva? Why do you want to be such an a-hole? At least have the appearance of being an a-hole. Sponsors don't want that. Well, guess what? Some sponsors are just fine with it because, again, going back to what Statman just said, it's all about the numbers, the eyeballs that you are reaching, whether on social media or on the sports centers of the world, and that's what matters. Yeah, if, if let's say, a, a, a national television show that gets a four rating, which is a pretty good rating for a sports show nowadays, that's uh, maybe four or five million people uh, listening at any given time. If you have four or five million people in your um, uh, your social media platform, just one, Instagram, for example, that's the hot one now. If you have four or five million people on Instagram, then you're to buy a spot on a TV commercial on a network might cost $25,000. I could give, if I'm a sponsor, I could give Antoine Brown uh, two, 3,000 every day of the week to go crazy and let his people see that. And as long as he's wearing uh, the, the right hat, uh, wearing the right shoes, uh, stretching separate from the other players, putting on the right gear, uh, drinking from a branded bottle of whatever energy drink or soft drink. Uh, and NASCAR drivers understand that, and they've been doing oh, it for yeah. years. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, that now that's becoming the big thing in especially football, and it wouldn't surprise me if other players try something maybe not as uh, insane as uh, Antoine Brown has been over the past uh, couple of weeks in Oakland, but they're going to do something else to build their brand bigger so that they can make more money as well. You look at this dynamic of Antonio Brown, it's, it really just hits you when you have this conversation that it opens the door for those, man, this is a strong word to use for Antonio Brown, those brave enough to step through it, throwing caution to the wind with your douchebaggery of a agent. <laughs> Not a fan of Rosenhaus, huh? Never have been. And going about your business as if all the allegiance should be paid to you and not that logo on the side of your helmet or that number on your jersey. That is just stunning if you think well, about that, that. Yeah, but that's what uh, Rosenhaus represented Gronkowski, and Gronkowski, he put Gronkowski there. He's had a lot of conversations with um, Belichick and uh, and Kraft at, at New England. So it wasn't a problem for him to probably pick up the phone. Uh, there, there was um, uh, some talk that Belichick wanted uh, Antoine when he left uh, Pittsburgh but didn't want to yep. spend any draft choices to get him. So – 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's too much of a conspiracy thing to say that that's why he forced himself out of, of Oakland. But there are there is more than one conversation from it was a in fact it was a big thing from Chris Mortensen this morning on ESPN that Antoine Brown hired some social media experts to work with him to help him with all of this plan to uh, you know it, if if he wasn't going to get out of Oakland at least to build his brand and that's what he's done I mean it's done in all other forms of sport, and it's becoming important in football. Yeah, you just, you're, you know what, I'm not concerned, I don't, I don't, frankly, I don't care unless it gets in the way of motorsports in general when it comes to sponsors and working in tandem with your sponsors. It's, it's been part and parcel of every freaking motorsport for many decades, whether it's two wheels or four wheels, where you just mention you be sure and mention your partners. You mention your sponsors. You have your logos. You have your your spy goggles headband around your neck. It's just part of it. But if it becomes part of your method to your madness and you're studying with your with your sponsors on how to attack it out more so than you do on the track, gee damn, it can, that can get in the way. That makes sense. Well, yeah. Oh, without question, it makes sense because it keeps potential drivers who are talented from getting uh, coming online because they don't have. Uh, I did a scat a couple of months ago about two drivers in IndyCar. Uh, one of them was um, um, uh, Colton Herta, who only had he had less than 50,000 people in in all of his social media combined and that's just not enough uh, sponsors want you to have i mean that's how we all love uh Waltrip not Daryl but uh, the brother Michael uh but he won 3 races in 30 years but he's still <laughs> a star because he uh, managed to make a connection with the fans. And when social media came on board, he was able to make a, a big headway in social media. So, but what comes yeah. first, though? I mean, he had a personality that people, at least fans, liked from the track. So his personality is what built up his social media. But then again, yeah, it's it's like it's a chicken or egg scenario anyway. It doesn't matter. The social media is there. The results on the track are not. The social media is what matters to sponsors. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Look at look at what the Kardashians they get paid millions of dollars just to put a picture yeah. into their network. And they, but they have you know, 14, 15, a hundred million, whatever it is, people following them. And uh, the same thing is going to be happening in motorsports. Ken Block, uh, the, the talk is that when he left DC shoes, he took as much as 5 million uh, uh, mail list, 5 million strong mail list. So when he started publishing videos, the Gymkhana videos, he told 5 million people, hey, go look at this. And in in the first eight days of his first video, they had like 8 million people had watched it on YouTube. And it became a sensation. He had, when he was in the World Rally Championship, he had 
uh, like 10 times the followers in his uh, social media network than um, the champion had at the time, uh, Sebastian Loeb. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and Loeb had won like eight or nine straight championships. And Ken Block was struggling to finish uh, 10th. So the social media has become so important in sports that it's uh, it's probably more important than than wins or uh, becoming uh, you know being a big name on the track is like who who can you talk to that I don't have to call ABC NBC CBS Fox ESPN uh, and buy a commercial spot. You see there, Freak Nation? I knew we were going to get into that. Bam! Yeah, it, it's, it's fascinating because, it, again, it doesn't matter if it's positive social media publicity or negative. Yeah. It's just the amount of eyeballs. That's all that matters. Philippe Nasser will be joining Felipe. us. Felipe. Felipe Nasser will be joining us in the next segment. And I'll probably call him Philip if he's he lucky. <laughs> More Freaks next. Sports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor, and there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers, and it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. 
Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Get back! Felipe Nasser joining us shortly. Sitting second points. Couple of races left. Petit Le Mans and Laguna Seca. Statman, does wine taste better in Monterey than anywhere else? Yeah, when you're sitting there watching a wonderful sunset. And having a Bubba Burger, having the best red you can imagine. I mean, what more could you ask for? Oh, them's fighting words, though, with the Napa <laughs> Sonoma crowd talking about that versus the Laguna Seca Carmel, California crowd. I don't know. I don't know. But I am with you. Carmel, Laguna Seca, Monterey, that's my choice. What was that hotel we stayed at right on the beach? You could walk right out on the oh, sand. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it yeah. was a, and it was a mistake or something where I think the first hotel we checked into they were they oversold they said oh yeah. sorry we got to send you over to this one where it's six thousand dollars more a night but you're going to get it for our cost yeah remember <laughs> the, the guy walked up while we were checking in and the guy gave us a plate of steaks <laughs> and it was like is this go, does this go with the room <laughs> what I don't remember that. Oh, do you know, don't you remember the guy oh, came up awesome. yeah. while with steaks? we were sitting at the Yeah, had had a plate of grilled steaks that were delicious. And they just bought gave, bought them to us and I uh, asked, Does this go with the room? The guy said no. And he said, I just wanted you to have them. And it was like, Yeah, I ain't giving them back. This is, were they cooked? Of, yeah, they were grilled. They were, were they grilled hell? perfectly. This is a dude that worked at the hotel? No, this was a guest, I guess. It was, but, you know, I cut him up and I I gave you some of it. Otherwise, that was when I was still eating steak. So I could, I'd have taken it back Damn. to the room and gnawed on it like a cocker spaniel. You see there, if you would have said you would have brought over some bacon cheddar bubba burgers, I don't remember that. I don't remember a freaking sirloin. Holy smokes. Uh, it was huge. It was, it was that play, I've been back to that place. In fact, I've got four or five other people that go there now. Uh, I try, when I was in California, I'd go there once a year at least. It's probably when I stopped sniffing glue because I don't remember a lot of things <laughs> that time of my life. <laughs> How do I not remember that? I remember walking out of that back door 
onto the, onto a sand dune, but I don't remember stakes. Yeah, well, you were you were there. I mean, all four of us were there, oh, and yeah. uh, mm. you were the one that threw the plastic on the table so we could get in. Jesus, man. That's maybe why you didn't remember exactly. Still paying for it. (laughs) You saw that card fly out of your hand. Damn it! (laughs) Still chasing down Felipe Nasser. Should be checking in with us here in a few. Yeah, he's he's on one of those sand dunes right now with no reception. (laughs) Jarrett Brooks, your Crandon Off Road Pro Two winner, he'll be joining us next hour and we'll have a freaking flashback you guys remember the bostrom brothers oh yes ben and eric oh yeah two two names that were synonymous with uh road racing where the hell are those guys now any idea i don't have any but one of the greatest lines i remember one of the top five from 20 years of speed freaks was that i mentioned to eric that was when I was riding a Ducati, and I said, man, that thing sounds perfectly at about 80 miles an hour. And he says, you ought to hear it at 180. And, I, <laughs> <laughs> and after, what could you say after that? You know, it's like, cool, you're the man. <laughs> yeah, what's that, what's that like? Meaning, how can you compare that to something where someone on the street, yep, uh, that Corvette at 110 sure was cool. Well, John Force, you ought to feel it at 330. <laughs> Jeez. There's no, there's absolutely no, they, these people live a life that's so different than us. You cannot, you can't, there's no comparison. There's, there's no common ground. It's like saying Los Angeles and Columbus, Ohio, the only similarity is that both are in America. There's no <laughs> other comparison. <laughs> it's like we were talking about in Monterey, Mazda Raceway, Laguna Seca, whatever the hell it is, WeatherTech, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, Laguna Seca. Let's just call it Laguna Seca. If you if you haven't seen the corkscrew ever performed by a bike or by a car, you'll go hang out on that hill and look at that and think. Uh, this is a fire road. This isn't possible. Uh, cars, bikes are not. Well, okay. And any car just went down there. What? Okay. A sports car just and a bike. The wong wong. It like you're saying, stat. It just defies logic when it comes to motors and motorsports in certain areas. And specifically for me, it's that G damn corkscrew. Yeah. Oh, how could it yeah. not be? What's Valentino Rossi? How could you explain to somebody (laughs) the beauty of him leaving the pits at Laguna Seca at the top of third gear, who stands up on the pegs and adjusts his leathers (laughs) and then sits back down and disappears around turn one? I mean, (laughs) you can't explain that to people and expect them to understand the beauty in that. Yeah, I think it was, gosh, Doug Toland. I, I cannot remember. It was 2005. I was able to, oh, I'll never forget it, was able to get on the back of a superbike at Laguna Seca and take a couple laps around. And, yeah, literally it is a roller coaster feeling when you drop off the top of that corkscrew. 
And of course, I'm trying to look up through my helmet, my visor screen at the ocean. I mean, you can see everything of Monterey Bay from the top of that corkscrew. But of course, drivers are supposed to be paying attention to the track. But it was just absolutely gorgeous, breathtaking and exhilarating and roller coasterish feeling the, those butterflies in my stomach coming out of that corkscrew. Just an amazing track. It is absolutely my favorite track in this country, aside from Indianapolis, of course. Could see you crash there, turn two. Did you see that girl's Louis Vuittons or whatever the hell you call them? Christian Louis Vuittons. Christian Louis Vuittons at 200 miles an hour. Did you see those heels? Settle down, man. I'm about to get into three, baby. <laughs> right. That's like Dale Jr. when I think it was a Texas Motor Speedway race once, and it was under caution, and he made a comment about, man, whoever's cooking in turn three, they got something good on the grill. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a driver once, the old Riverside Raceway. They had a, the, the pedestrian bridge. It went over the straight. And right about there is when you shifted gears. And this was long time ago, back when miniskirts were popular. And yeah. you can imagine the next sentence here is that he was trying to and eventually figured out how to um, see what the woman was wearing. And uh, as, as he went under the bridge in a Trans Am car. <laughs> it's it's a a world that's so different than us that you know that's part of the beauty uh, especially when you can see these guys in uh, uh, non-racetrack events and how they unwind and have conversations with you and their personalities you play racquetball with ron caps you get to know a little bit about who he is other than a guy that goes 330 miles an hour in less than five seconds. 1972 or 73, my dad had a Honda 354. And Dallas-Fort Worth Airport had yet to open. But the main thoroughfare, I think it's 360, was kind of open. It's kind of. All right, it wasn't open. But Dad needed to find a, a stretch to open it up, and I'm on the back. Two things happened on that stretch. One was, you know, Dad's a big dude, and I'm on the back, just wet. I'm 85 pounds, so I'm just holding on to him like, holy smokes. And I'm, it feels like we're going 1,000 miles an hour. Come to find out we're only going about 60, which is still pretty damn fast. The damn 11-year-old in the back. But there was – and I'm, I'm going to make a point here. There was an instance where we're going down 360. Again, you have these, at the time, I think four terminals that were being built at DFW. And there was this... I didn't think much of it, and I thought, you know, Dad, when we pulled off the road, I thought, Dad, did we hit a bump or something like that? He said, no, I hit a cat. (laughs) So... He says, I'm not going to try and dodge the thing. Just grip and go. Oh, my God. So I'm not saying Dad is Ben Bostrom or Eric Bostrom. No, I'm just saying that you that, that when you can't see where you're going and you're 11, 12 years old, it feels like you're going 1,000 miles an hour. You're only going 60. Then you have guys on bikes who will gear it down going from a buck 80 to 30 miles an hour in about two seconds. and No Hans device, no seatbelts, no roll cage. Yeah, it, they are absolutely the biggest badasses in, in all of motorsports. 
So we may do a little flashback with Eric and Ben Bostrom, the guys who came, came been coming to the Freak Nation for many, many years. I, was the last time we had one of the Bostroms on one of the moto races in Vegas? I no. think so. I think uh, Ben uh, showed up in a gold lab. Gold. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and then suit. he won it. Yes. And then he won. And then he won it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Freak Nation, but that's what happens when you have 20 years of what we've done. But I'm also going to bring back a memory of that same weekend. That's when we saw Carrie Hart in a wheelchair yes. with both broken ankles at that moto event in Vegas. Oh. And he looked like death had ridden over him many times, which, frankly, probably has. It was, And I think that was even after he tried that first backflip and just completely obliterated his backbone so he had that on top of broken ankles carrie hart by the way the husband of pink yeah he's, he's turned his life around quite well i shall say holy smokes. also owns hart and huntington tattoo parlors and a motocross team to boot that's why i like these conversations man it brings up those those instances and that's another instance where think about that step man that was a red bull event We've had Lucas, Conti, General Tires for damn near the duration of the show, but we've also had some fantastic sponsors come in and go. And Red Bull was a partner of ours maybe four or five years where they sent us to Spain once or twice. Yeah, that's also at the the party that we had trackside at Las Vegas where we met the ringmaster who who was running the party. You know, and for, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, he that and I Red became Bull. instant friends right there, yeah. That was Red Bull Supermoto a go-go, Yes, right? yes, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. God, that was Where awesome. Jeff Ward was actually running for that. Yep. So, yeah, Red Bull sent us to Spain for the Dakar rally. rally. Red Bull sent us to Spain for an air, a, uh, an air race. We hosted their event. No, the for... air race was Budapest. Oh, sorry. I, I was yeah, off by right. seven or six countries. But the, the other Ooh. Red Bull Spain event was in, I believe it was Madrid, and it was for freestyle motocross. Jesus. Red yeah. Bull. Red Bull's an amazing company. Yeah, I had to buy some clothes this week, too. I was thinking <laughs> about Oakley. Oakley. Every, every time the woman hit the, the thing to add up another... I was man. What happened to Oakley? We got to get Oakley back. I know, right? Is Oakley still a thing? I think so. I see a lot of motorsports stars who, I mean, Spy and Oakley are still competitors, and I see their wear on motorsports stars and on some football stars. Some bad, yeah, it is absolutely. Think about that stat, man. With Oakley and Red Bull, when they were with us, there was no social media, right. zero. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Except for wow. may, maybe what was the original Facebook crasher? Oh, Something page? Oh, uh, MySpace. 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 Oh, yeah. God. Well, that was that was the beginning of Facebook because I remember yeah. uh, making friends with the the uh, Oakley guy who would always emerge out of the ether and look us up and down and said, you're not wearing my shoes or, you know, how come you're not wearing my shirt that I sent you? What was his bill? Will, um, I called him purple. It was a wheelless. I think was his name. Oh, Hayes, Hayes wheelless was one, <laughs> yeah. but I think you're yeah. thinking of, um, purple. Uh, yeah, no, maybe it was, maybe it was Hayes wheelless. 
thinking of yeah, else, no, yeah. he was he would he would just come out. There'd be a hundred thousand people at a car race, and like Star Trek, he would just emerge and then right in front of us and look us up and down and say, "How come you're not wearing my shoes?" And you know, what could you say? You know, the guy sent you a half a million dollars worth of shoes, yeah. and you're wearing you're wearing some Nikes, you know, and you get busted right there. Listen, Statman, you've had this saying since I've known you, where I've got socks older than you. You had Oakley shoes older than the majority of people that have been on our show. Uh, yeah, oh, without question. In fact, those black slip-ons were the most comfortable shoes I have ever had. And I used to wear those with holes in the bottoms of them because Jeez. they were just that comfortable. And, <laughs> and when I finally had to get rid of them, I took it, put them on the bed and took a picture so I could remember. <laughs> you know, okay, yeah, we're not getting anything from Oakley these days, but you are right. If they still make shoes, anybody and everybody listening right now needs to go out and get themselves a pair of Oakley tennis shoes. Every pair that we had from them was so comfortable. Always my most comfortable shoe. Yeah, loved them. I still have a box of those, all of those old Oakleys. Those yellow ones that they sent us? Whatever. I've still got them. The, the flames. Jeez. Felipe Nasser, where the hell are you, man? We may try and get him in sometime in the second hour. Jarrett Brooks, Crandon off-road winner in the Pro 2 class. He'll be joining us in the second hour. More on NASCAR, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Jimmy Johnson, he out. He go. More freaks coming up. Sports Radio, redefined. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench for Blue Emu. Hemp oil is everywhere, but not every hemp oil product is made the same. Now introducing Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil. Why not trust the Blue Emu brand that has been the number one selling emu oil brand for over five years? Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil has been organically grown. It is pesticide-free, non-GMO, made in the USA, and most importantly, odor-free. Order Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil today on Amazon or the Blue Emu website. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, you're that famous actress. You must travel so much. <gasps> What's the best site for hotel deals? Um, Hilton.com. <laughs> no, no, no. One with crazy savings. Hilton.com. With their price match guarantee, if you find a better rate, they match it and take 25% off. No, one with lots of options. Hilton.com has 16 top hotel brands. Hampton, Hilton Garden Inn, Waldorf Astoria. Hilton.com. You should totally do their commercials. <clears throat> Expect better. Expect Hilton. You're Good. I know. Thank you. Applicable terms and conditions at Hilton.com. Network broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour, Speed Freaks. A big second hour. Why is it big? Well, damn it. We live another day to talk about it. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Facebook. What about Instagram? We're there for Instagram. Website, speedfreaks.tv. You missed it the show. Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Coming up in about 18 minutes, your stat man scat. And I want to revisit the conversation about sponsorship, social media, and the way it's taking over sports. And stat man scat. Addresses that coming up in about 18 minutes. Again, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman on a Sunday night. Statman um, licking his wounds a little bit with all the hype and pomp and circumstance with those uh, Cleveland Browns. I'm not taking a shot at you, Stat. I'm not taking a shot at you. Oh, this I is promise. only two hours in a row. I'm now. not taking a shot at you, Dallas Cowboys, by what? Was it uh, 30 points? I'm oh, not. T- oh, listen <laughs> to you. Those Buckeyes did look good, though, man. Who'd you play? North Dakota hey. State? Yeah, no, North Dakota State Teachers College, I think it was. Teachers. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you know, you're getting old. I'm talking about me when people try and talk smack to you, and it, you just laugh at it now. You just it doesn't affect. Yeah, or the, yeah, or when uh, you know after your your team falls behind by three touchdowns, two of them uh, pick sixes. You just I'd rather go watch a movie. You know? <laughs> Remember he used to sit and watch to the very end? And it's like, you know, hey, I just turned over and 
watch Chicago PD or something, you know? Chicago PD. <laughs> Damn, man. God. Who's the, who's the, the quarterback for for the Patriots then? Jim Plunkett? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who wants I mean, there, there's more to life than watching Baker Mayfield throw three three interceptions. Well, Statman, okay. By 30. Here's my here's my my dilemma. I've got a five-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and we're letting her pick her teams, regardless of, of our choices. I mean, she cheers for the right teams, the Longhorns, the Cowboys, the Broncos, but she also has her favorite Arizona teams because that's where Crash and yours truly live. She likes the Cardinals. She likes the Diamondbacks. She now likes the Cowboys, and I don't know if she'll ever like the Suns because nobody likes the damn Suns. Oh, come on. What? Come on. What's going on? She likes the Mercury. Right. But she that's does. where yeah. she's growing up. She yeah. didn't grow up in Dallas or Indianapolis or or uh, Southern California. She's growing up in Phoenix. However, that's going to be her reality. Having said that, she knows she was born in Southern California. So anytime there's a California team on TV, like for instance, when the Warriors were going down to it in June. She will pick the California team because she knows she has roots there. <laughs> and I think she knows that she better do that or mom and dad are going to, you know, not give her second helping on uh, blueberries on her oatmeal in the morning. Jesus. So Go she, back to she, Chicago PD. <laughs> blueberries. Man, I only wish that's what my daughter wanted, man. Wait a minute. You're telling me she used to love blueberries. She, she loves does. anymore. Yes, she does. She does. She yeah. doesn't like oatmeal, man. She does not like oatmeal, uh, yeah. Uh, she likes, I well, mean, she likes uh, asparagus. She loves all her greens. She does not like oatmeal. You can put as much asparagus? sugar on it as you want. Yeah. She, does, I she was just doesn't like the texture more than an adult before I learned how to eat asparagus. Uh, oh, my God. Come... It's one of her favorites. <laughs> oh, I was going to make a point here, guys. What the hell was it? About teams. I'm oh, oh, teams. oh, oh, about way the Cardinals are getting their ass blown out. I thought, cool. This fourth quarter, I can go out in the pool with my daughter. Holy smokes. <laughs> and the Cardinals are working their way back in the game. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, damn. And, and Henley's wanting to listen to it. And while we're out in the pool, I'm going, I was trying to disconnect. And I'm back in this damn thing because she's a Cardinals fan. Kenny. What? Kyler, Kyler Murray. Just Kyler Murray. Come it's on. tough. Uh, it's tough for me to admit it. I, uh, it's tough. Oklahoma. It's so tough, Mr. Texas. If he wasn't in, if he wasn't in this city, I wouldn't secretly root for Kyler Murray. Oh, because he's an Oklahoma alum. Yes, because he's an Oklahoma alum. Come on, can't you have the sympathy for the short man syndrome? The hell are you talking about? I, oh, I want him to succeed. So do I, so Crash. Many, I'm not saying that. Yeah, but mine is because so many people don't want him to succeed because they keep blaming his damn height. I, I want, want him to be able to rise hella way I, above that. I want him to succeed, too, secretly. Secretly. We'll revisit it here in a second. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Revisiting it with a number of our affiliates. Thank you guys for coming on board. You got Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Jarrett Brooks, off-road series winner from Crandon in the Pro 2 class. He'll be joining us in about five minutes. 
But first, getting to some Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Go with General Tire. Friends of the Freak Nation, got yourself a big fat four-wheel? What about an SUV? Man, some General Tires look good on that bad boy. Go to GeneralTire.com or your favorite tire dealer. Pick yourself up some GTs. Crasher? Well, it was a relatively quiet weekend, at least with motorsports. The Brickyard weekend closed the doors on the NASCAR regular season. And for the first time since the inception of the playoffs, get this. Seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson is not even going to be eligible for the NASCAR title. He's 15-1 and one when it comes to, and this year being the one, when it comes to making the title chase. Wow. Just let it sink in for a bit. Today's winner of the Brickyard 400, Kevin Harvick, was already locked into the chase field. But the guys, there were several circling that 16 spot, and they had a heck of a lot more to gain or lose in today's race. When it all was said and done, it was Clint Boyer and Ryan Newman who grabbed their chances at the Cup while Daniel Suarez, along with Jimmy Johnson, they were on their outside looking in. So here's the 16 drivers vying for that cup. This group includes six former champions. Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, and Eric Jones in the top 10. And in the final six, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, and Ryan Newman. We, st- we talked a little bit about Brad Keselowski. He's pretty upset at the angle where he crashed. Not much that can be done, or he says, yes, IMS, you need to step up. Kyle Busch was your winner of the Xfinity 100-lap race on Saturday. Formula One raced in Italy, and it was Ferrari winning on their home soil again, which never gets old. Also not getting old, winning for one of the new guys in the series, Charles Leclerc. Yep, one of Mario Andretti's favorite drivers. Charles won last weekend, so for the second week in a row this weekend in Italy, He takes the win and held off both of the charging Mercedes drivers, Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas, to do so. And again, that's pretty much it for this weekend in motorsports. But let it just settle because next weekend, just about everyone is back in action. Jarrett Brooks, Crandon Series winner, off-road specialist in that Pro 2 class. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from The Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. 
MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This segment brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. Find the tires for that righteous ride, Freak Nation. You've got a big old fat SUV. What about a 4x4? about an F-250? What about a Chevy? What about a Ram? Get some General Tires on that bad boy. General Tire, the official rubber of the Freak Nation. He won himself a big old race in the Pro 2 class. Talking about Crandon. Probably the most popular Short course off-road race on the planet. Jared Brooks joins us now. Jared, would you disagree with that? Would you say that there there's there is no bigger and badder freaking race to win than Crandon, right? Yeah, for sure. Crandon, man, that place is just it's it's kind of like we have we have two two series. So we have an East Coast series and a West Coast series, and it's um it's kind of an East Coast versus the West Coast. There's this little 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 small town in Wisconsin called Crandon with um, <laughs> with this two and a half mile track that that um it's a land rush start as well. So we have about twenty, twenty five trucks on the starting line, dead stop start, land rush into this turn one where we're doing about hundred and five. So um yeah, for sure it's it's the biggest race in off road, especially this year, because it was the fiftieth anniversary they had Kid Rock. They had Carnival Ride. Man, it, the, the I mean, I think that fifty thousand fans sold out camping spots. Man, it was it was for sure all the best racers went there too. So it it kind of made it just it made it the best. Freak Nation. His name is Jarrett Brooks, a very young but a very damn good off road pilot. Jarrett Brooks joining us here in the Freak Nation, running on General Tires and supporting our good friends at Rigid Industries. 
And, Jarrett, you talk about this race from uh, – you sound like a seasoned veteran, but before you racing Crandon and of all the pomp and circumstance with this race, did you understand the significance of this track and what it meant to not just run here, dude, but dominate dudes that are two and two and a half times older than you? Yeah, for sure. This The, the, the class – the Pro 2 class, man, it's stacked, I think. Um, I'm, I'm one of the younger drivers. There's a few younger than me, but um, uh, it's mainly all the older guys, the the, the Rob McCachrins, the Brian Deegans, the um, Keegan Kincaid, Jeremy McGrath. There's there's a lot of heavy hitters that um, are good. You know, they're all this the Pro Two class. I mean, we went we went back to Crandon, and I think uh, we went back to their 25 trucks, and the, the top 10 to 12 are all within the same second on a two mile track. So. Um, even when we go back and race our West Coast tracks, the top six guys are all within three-tenths of each other. So the Pro 2 class is, is pretty stacked. So um, it, it was cool because we don't race against the East Coast guys all the time. And we go out there for one time every year and race against the East Coast guys versus the West Coast. So you kind of get the bragging rights in a way um, if you go back there and do good as a West Coast guy because you're, you're going to the you're going to the east coast is guys that's that's their home track so it's it's an awesome track and it's a, it's a cool place to win that's for sure jared brooks is the pro two winner at crandon off-road 50th anniversary of crandon that sounds pretty wild that 50th anniversary do you get a feeling that the 50 years they've been doing this and uh those early guys laid some groundwork for you young guys to come on board now yeah it's pretty cool to look at the history of it i think uh well that's that's originally i think walker evans went back there back in the day and, and that's kind of when it started i think it was like walker evans uh robbie Corey when he was when he was probably a little younger than me jimmy johnson raced there kind of all in the early stages so it's it's pretty cool when they when they throw like the throwback clips of of how Cranon was and kind of how it's, it's still the same track, but how it's evolved on like the facility, the, the fans out there are, are just insane. I mean, they, 50,000 people legit. There's, there's people all, all lined up with their, with their lawn chairs in the grass. I mean, they got, they got big, uh, big stands, especially, especially the camping spots, man. It's, it's nuts back there. Those guys, those guys go crazy for off-road racing. And that's, what's cool. I mean, when we race on the West Coast, the fans, you know, they're, they're cool. And but um, the East Coast fans, man, they are into, they're so into it, which which makes it even more more cool as a racer. You know, everyone everyone wants to buy shirts. Like I went out there, sold some shirts, sold shirts, and pretty much sold out of the shirts the first two days I was there. So that never happened on the West Coast. So it's just cool, diehard fans, which which makes that place. Jared. You're young enough that if you were, you could have filled your motorsports Jones by something like drifting or some of the other things that young people do, how'd you get into off-road racing? Is that something you wanted to do since you were a kid? Well, kind of just as a kid, I was, you know, I mean, most boys, they like to play in the dirt. So I always kind of like was a dirt guy, building bike jumps, uh, just driving RC cars, and then. I wanted to race one day. I, I always played baseball, but I mean, my whole family wasn't really into racing. So I'm like, you know what? I want to, I want to race. You know, I want to, I, I like go-karts. And then we, uh, 
I mean, back when uh, Core was championship off-road racing back in like 2006 um, or 2008, they, they had these trophy carts, which were go-karts with uh, probably like seven inches of suspension and uh, just like the little lawnmower motor in them, full roll cage. And that's, I kind of saw those one day. I'm like, dang, dude, those are, those are awesome. So I got into those and then those evolved. They, they went into 450 quad motors and now those, now the little kids <laughs> ripping them. They're, they're, uh, 10 years old to, to 15 and they're, they're, they're insane. Jared Brooks, your 50th anniversary Crandon Pro 2 champ joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. And it's just, it's just incredible what you have accomplished and what you're hearing about you from playing in the dirt, et cetera. Do you follow all forms of motorsports, not just off-road? I mean, obviously off-road is, is where you play, but do you follow all forms and have a Jones for one specific motorsport over another? I mean, honestly, I really don't follow that much like racing. I mean, I watch NASCAR here and there. Uh, one of my buddies, Sheldon Creed, raced NASCAR trucks, so I watch that. That's about pretty much all I really watch. I mean, if there's like a Formula One race on, I'll watch it. But mainly, uh, mainly just off-road, um, desert racing. Uh, pretty much, just that's kind of always been my dream. So I kind of just really watch that a lot. Try to get into maybe a trophy truck in in the next few years. But um, yeah, pretty much just just only off-road is what I follow. Well, in talking about dirt, I actually thought you were going to immediately say Supercross and Motocross, but no? No, I feel like it's just too hard of a transition. I, I, I actually, that is, you're actually totally right. I do watch Supercross when when the okay. season's on. I, I mostly watch the first first uh, six races, and I kind of fade off. But, um, yeah, no, I, I for sure do watch Supercross. Jared, it seems like it's been a battle. It, it, okay, let me back up. I come from IndyCar, and so it it was pretty crushing when the IndyCar series split up in the mid-'90s, and it took them almost 15 years to get things back together, and they're still just working slowly but surely to get the fan base back. Off-road racing, at least the short course off-road racing, has been split with the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series and then the East Coast Series. That it, It's been Traxxas and, and other names. Are we seeing that finally start to come to an end, this rivalry? Was Crandon and the 50th anniversary a chance for everybody to just be back and happy and realize we got to thrive together as one? I really hope so, yeah. The, the whole the whole split-up series thing is, is kind of a – throws a big wrench in the whole program. But uh, Lucas actually bought out the, the East Coast series, so it technically is one big – they own both of the series, so um, – I guess I, I I would hope they they convert sooner or later because the rules the rules are just a little different from the East Coast to the West Coast. Like the the East Coast Pro Two motor is a little bit smaller than the West Coast Pro Two motor, and the the Pro Light motor is an LS3 over on the West Coast, and East Coast is kind of still their same Ford motor. So they have a lot of of evolving with the rules where they actually need to get them all combined to make the series grow again. But, um, I, I mean, I hope so because there's a lot of racers on the East coast and there's a lot of racers on the West coast. And I mean, when we, when we all came together, I feel like it's a big family over there. And, and obviously there's a lot of rivalries, but the fans, it's all about the fans, you know, if the fans are into it, then, then, uh, then that's, what's going to bring the money in and, and they want to watch racing. So, uh, it, it needs to it needs to form sooner or later because it's 
it's still a, we're still buttonheads. I agree. It, it, is it money? Is it just the fact that I mean, if you if they were to just come together as one series, one rules package, and would it just be easier for you guys then to go to sponsors and say, yeah, I know this is more money for the year, but you're going to get your presence from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean now. Yeah, it, 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 you would think that, um, but it, it's harder. It, it, it's hard to try to. So, for instance, yeah. uh, like the East Coast guys, they don't have as big as budgets as some of the West Coast guys. For some reason, I'm not too sure, but it's just hard to travel. So a lot of those guys say they're, say they're from Wisconsin, and mainly all of our West Coast races are in California, Arizona, Utah, um, Reno. So that's, that's a long trek for them. Every We race once a month, so to them – for them to travel from Wisconsin all the way to California or all those places or vice versa, you know, us traveling to Wisconsin or Missouri um, every month is, is brutal. But I feel like, uh, yeah, I mean, if you get away with it uh, by hitting up sponsors and kind of letting them know like, Hey, I'm going to brand, brand you guys on both sides. And we've seen a few racers do that where they can actually get budgets for both series, but it's hard. I feel like the, to get budgets and, and short course right now are, are really tough. And it's everyone, I feel like the downfall is everyone undercuts everyone on sponsors. Like, so say, uh, say, say a new sponsor came in and, and this guy gets, gets 200,000. Uh, this other guy will, will undercut him for a hundred if he can have the title deal. So it just undercuts. I feel like are hurting the sport more than, more than anything. Jared Brooks, we had conversations earlier in the, broadcast about social media and its impact on sponsorships. You took us right to the edge of that. Are you finding that sponsors, uh, you're a champion, but are you finding that sponsors are more interested in your social media uh, universe than uh, what you do on the racetrack? Yeah, I feel like that's a really good question or statement. Uh, Social media, I feel like, is just blown up so I feel like it's almost out of proportion nowadays. I mean, you could be, I feel like you could be the most best driver in off-road and, and you could win every single race. But if you can't, if you can't promote yourself or you don't have a social media following or you don't post good enough stuff, I feel like you might as well are out of the picture nowadays. I mean, a good reference is, uh, Haley Deegan. She's an awesome driver, huge social media following, uh, big sponsors. Pretty much always are hound out her door, but that's all. That's obviously kind of out of our league. But um, yeah, short course uh, for instance, Bryce Menzies, uh, BJ Baldwin, all those guys have big social media followings, and I feel like that just helps them out even more to get sponsors. Which social media is a tough game. I mean, you really got to stay on top of it. I've had, I mean, I've had social media since day one, and it's just so hard to try to figure out. I don't think anyone anyone really has. <laughs> <laughs> the expertise besides you just got to be yourself and try to get fan base. Jarrett, share with the Freak Nation how old you are. I'm 22, and I've uh, I've raced short course for about uh, about probably like 10 years. Oh. Well, that's not that's not the big news. 12! Holy cow! The big news is you've been in the Freak Nation before, but you sound like a guy that's – 42 and about to retire only in that you're so damn well spoken you're not afraid to just say what the hell's going on and you don't give me some bs six or seven word sentence it's i forgot how stellar it is to get you in the freak nation at such a young age 
Yeah, I think the last time I was on, I was on here was when I won. Uh, it was my first Pro 2 race in Arizona, and me and Bryce Menzies battled it out. I think I was, I think I was maybe 18, so about four years ago, five years and ago. And we, we were supposed to shave you, weren't we? <laughs> Wasn't that a bit? I, I think I think it was something. I forget, I forget, <laughs> forget what you guys said, but actually, I, that, that does ring a bell. Don't don't admit to the shaving. No, just don't. Oh well, it's it's awesome to get you back in here. Thanks to our friends at uh, Rigid and of course General Tires for making this thing possible. Go out and kick some more ass. In fact, we'll we'll probably see you out in Phoenix coming up in October for the Lucas Hole Off Road Racing Series at uh, Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park. Yeah, for sure. That'll be a, that'll be a killer one because we actually race. We actually race two times on Saturday instead of a Saturday Sunday or Friday Saturday. So we race. Saturday will be uh, Saturday. I think we race around four o'clock. Pro two race. Uh, that's our last points race, and then we have to get our trucks ready, and we race again at eight o'clock. And it's a pro two versus pro four uh, shootout for thirty grand. Bam. Oh, that race is always epic. Oh, that's yeah, that race is that race is killer. It's 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 pretty cool to watch the pro fours try to catch us. They are you gonna ha- are you gonna have just stacks and stacks of? Uh, Rigid LED lights on your truck at night. Yeah, I, I run the I run the underglow on my truck, so I have mm-hmm. a I have a blue blue uh, light in my cab that lights up blue, and then I have the blue underglow A series lights on each corner. So it looks pretty cool at night. So badass. Well, and then think... I have a uh, go I ahead. Have, I actually have a five. I have a five row, uh, fifty inch five. Uh, five light bar, fifty inch rows, and it's a it's a beam that Ridge gave me. So I put it on the top of my semi, and it shoots up like like a mile and a half. It's pretty awesome. You're like that damn pyramid in Vegas, man, where you can see it two hundred miles away. Hell, no, man, that's, you're, 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 that's you're, exactly how it is. It's you're landing so freaking airplanes with your with your darn truck, man. <laughs> yeah, we've had we've actually had some airplanes come over and tell us that hey, shut that off. That's greatness, man. Well, brother, uh, good luck to you, man. We'll see you out here in October when it's uh, when it's only 95 and not 115. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you guys for having me on again. You got it. Jarrett Brooks, your Crandon winner in Pro 2 class. It's a, it's a legendary race. It should be a bucket list for anybody in motorsports. That start. Hello, including ourselves. Yes. <clears throat> that start is bonkers. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, man, you stat man scat. Uh, right now, Ring Nation. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's to provide guidance to mankind. Even if you don't like stick and ball sports, you learn to hate Antonio Brown this week. The NFL wide receiver calls his antics booming. That's slang for unfathomably hot or irresistible. We're left with believing Brown is the idiot supreme or he's boomingly brilliant. Stories say Brown left 30 to $45 million on the table in Oakland. He'll get some of that back if he sticks under the New England Patriots discipline. The rest and more could come from a deal with his new helmet company and growth in his social media empire. Sunday morning, he had 
3.6 million fans on Instagram alone. No one in sports has made more social media than video legend Ken Block, who has half again more Instagram followers than Antonio. And NASCAR drivers have long known that sponsors want social media presence over race wins. So maybe social media has infected football now, and Antonio Brown is following the booming noise from the racetrack. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. Hey, sweetie, it's mom. I know you and Bobby have only been dating for two days, but I still think we should all celebrate. Oh, we can do margaritas at Chili's. They've got that fancy one of the month for five bucks, which is like just as many days as your last relationship. <laughs> Funny, right? Oh, talk soon. Come into Chili's now for our $5 Margarita of the Month. It's the perfect reason to catch up with friends or celebrate whatever. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. Must be 21 to consume alcohol. Drink responsibly. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
This segment brought to you by good friends at Bubba Burger. Do yourself a favor, man. Head on over to your favorite grocery store. Hit up that frozen food section and grab yourself some Bubba Burgers today. Kroger's. T- is Tom Thumb still out there, Statman? You have a Tom Thumb there in Ohio? I don't. I don't know. That doesn't sound familiar. No. All right. Well, if there's a Tom Thumb, Safeway, Ralph's, a Vaughn's. Tom Thumb. Albert, you never heard of Tom Thumb grocery stores? No. We got Kroger's and. Uh, there you go. All right. That's about the only one that I can remember. That <laughs> yeah. Well, Trader Joe's. I go to Trader I Joe's. Yeah. I have no go. idea if they're there or not. But yeah, man, uh, grab yourself some Bubba Burgers. You'll never buy a better burger than a Bubba. Coming up, we got a freaking flashback with Eric and Ben Bostrom and. Crasher, this is from our Speed Channel show. Oh, boy. I'm sure I'm slobbering all over them. <laughs> is, that, is that why you brought that up? No, it's not why I brought it up. Okay. It's just, uh, it's, uh, it is awesome. Oh, it gosh. is. Um, oh, yeah, great. No, it, no it just, it's, it's, it's fantastic freak, uh, freak of flashback. And I think it's from 2004, maybe? Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> all right. It I is, believe that was the year of Supermoto Red Bull Supermoto Agogo. I think it was two thousand four. So this might have been pre or post him Ben Bostrom winning the whole thing. You might be right. Does that sound familiar, Statman? Yeah, it sounds familiar, especially that it'd be pre because I don't know if Eric ran. I know it, uh, uh, Ben won, but I don't know if Eric ran in. Uh, the super go-go because what i like doing with these freaking flashbacks is i'll i'll skim it and make sure there's for the most part words in there that we used 15 years ago that aren't applicable today (laughs) (laughs) that that's a whole nother dictionary (laughs) including one that was you was that was used frequently uh, even on speed channel (laughs) Oh, boy. It started with a B. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. Rhymes with witch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Golly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you if you want to hear the Speed Freaks uh, 15 years ago with two of the biggest names ever in superbikes, uh, that's next. Lucas Hole Studios. Sports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never buy a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. <laughs> oh, this is 
going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico. Saving people money on car insurance. And now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. So, many, many years ago, Statman, Crasher, yours truly, and our other co-hosts, we were not only doing the national show Speed Freaks, all right, let's just go 2003, we were also doing 30 minutes of the show on Speed Channel, and there was a visit that we had in our studio the old Westwood One Studios, visited by Eric and Ben Bostrom, two of the biggest names ever coming out of the United States to run in superbikes. And you say this freaking flashback is from the year 2004? 2003. Okay, so it is 2003, because I, I was able to find out that 2003 was that inaugural Red Bull Supermoto Agogo in Las Vegas at the Rio Hotel. And that's where we saw Kerry Hart in right. his wheelchair, and Ben Bostrom ended up winning it. So this would be then, this interview would be pre that grand finale. I don't think so, because oh, this, really? these, yeah, because this, the, these were these came out, I believe, in December. Oh. So I think it was like either I think it was October when those Supermoto go goes right Super, because it was chilly. It was October, November. It was October, yes. Right. And real quick, l- looking up on. Former AMA Supersport champion Eric Bostrom, he has started a GoFundMe, a Kickstarter campaign for his invention 
Backmate. It's a game changer for those suffering from back pain, muscle tension, and headaches. It gives you the ability to oh, self-massage wow. the entire body while the muscles remain relaxed. How about not riding on a freaking motorcycle for 40 years, Holmes? Well, come on. I, I know. Yeah. What if I told you that he was 42 years old, Statman? No. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been doing this for 20 years, so there's probably people that are listening to us now that weren't even born when we started. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So this is from 2003, a freaking flashback, about nine, nine and a half minutes of us with the Bostrom brothers. And we bring up the Hayden, well, I do. I bring up the Hayden brothers at the very start of this interview. Holy smokes. Enjoy it. It's a freaking flashback with the Boston brothers in the studio for our Speed Channel show and Speed Freaks. You got the Hayden brothers. Okay. Nikki, he's off running that European thing. They're from Kentucky. I know it. You got the Hayden brothers, but we couldn't do another Speed Freaks Speed Channel show without getting the Boston Brothers in here. Would you please welcome back to the Speed Freaks Pits in the studio, Eric and Ben Bostrom. Welcome in, fellas. Uh, There's applause going on right now over the over the Freak Radio Network. So We were talking earlier with, inside the break about different things that go on at tracks and different interviews that you guys have. And when you have certain people walk up to you, you know what they're going to ask. You know how they're going to ask them. But when you walk up to the Speed Freaks, you really never know what you're going to get. Can, can that be exciting or can that be kind of scary for, for drivers or riders? Oops. Looking at the group here, scary. It's very scary. <laughs> hey, the guy ben honest. just lays it out. Yeah. The guy's honest. But we, you know, we already know that you have some scary experiences, too. We know you're a bad bitch on the bike. But you guys did this show a while back, this uh, Who Gets the Data, like a freaking race car driver or something. How in the hell did that happen, man? They never have one of those shows, Who Gets the Data, an ugly son bitch in radio. <laughs> How was that? You need to invent one. Yeah, that was actually probably a uh, glad you good personalities there. there. You how guys was it? going through the girls' purses and stuff? No, I, we I do we that know now. how you are. I do that now. <laughs> he does know me, man. What, which, which was scarier, 180 miles an hour on your Honda or doing that, doing that I want to date a race car driver? I tell you, going through some of the bios. Uh... <laughs> no, I heard some of the comments. You were polite. You were kind of polite, too, but I know what the hell you were thinking. You guys didn't hear the comments, actually. They got cut. Yeah, seventy-five percent of it got cut off because our friends are pretty vulgar, and it was oh. it was pretty bad. The only time they could actually take clips is God, when we were bored sitting on the couch. Like, I'm, like, I'm not trying to be an, I'm not trying to be an a hole, but look at man, you guys are like the two bastard sons of Fabio here, and they didn't really hook you guys up with supermodels. No offense. I mean, I'm not cracking on anyone in that show. Ah, who are you kidding? Yes, I am. They could have got you hotter chicks. No, I was, it was cool. The two that won were actually pretty funny. I got a girlfriend anyway, so it didn't make any any damn difference. But the uh, it ended up being it ended up being all right. It just took a lot of our time. There was like two solid half days of time weeding through bios and stuff like that, stuff you didn't get to see, and perverted camera angles that people missed out on and stuff like that. So no way. Eric and Ben no Bostrom here in the Speed Freaks pit. Statman, go ahead. You want to put together a making of or something? Are you going to sell it on DVD later <laughs> on, on your website? You know, I don't think there's uh, you know a couple million. American uh, fans out there that are going to want to see um, us or those girls. So Yeah, but with all the girls that <laughs> subscribe to be with you guys, they'll be buying it just to see you guys again. Yeah, come on. You're marketable dudes. Ben? Let's, let's change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. yeah, let's talk about that gold suit you wore in the free, that happy-ass gold suit you kicked ass in in the supermoto race in Vegas. I called that, by the way. Thanks for bringing that up. I need to drop that off at Red Bull. I promised it to the guys for the <laughs> office and 
God, I've been just flaking out. But you're going to give your suit up? Oh, oh yeah. That oh. thing. That thing. Yeah. If Elvis were a supermoto driver, that's what he would have. He would have. Hey, without the Red Bull guys, that event wouldn't even have taken place. So right. I wouldn't have been. We there. were talking with Sugar Ray and, and, of course, our fans about what Dale Earnhardt did Sunday morning in the America Lamar series, wiping out in turn eight, fire in the car. Dale Earnhardt suffering some minor burns or some burns. You guys doing what you're doing. Do you have a certain contract with your sponsor to where you can only run this this number of races for this number of series? But what if, like Supermoto, for instance, how can you get off your superbike and run Supermoto when you have all these guarantees with your other sponsors? You can't. Yeah, it's a big risk for the manufacturer. Then how did you do it? We're only doing it because mm-hmm. I'm so far out of the championship. It just doesn't matter. And I think Honda realized this is a pretty important event. There's a lot of people watching. It's a different crowd than usually watch the superbike mm-hmm. event good market mm-hmm. yeah, you got to ride this bike and i'm mm-hmm. yeah okay i'll do it and see i got burns i burned myself the other day oh. trying to test and stuff it's kind of like dale hernard thing you know but yeah. <laughs> i was actually loading the bike and i dropped the tie down and burned myself so you know oh. dangerous dangerous stuck in the van you know so there are thresholds you're talking about if, if you were in the in the points then maybe they would say ben we don't want you to run the supermoto we wouldn't be racing that's a guarantee. Mm, that supermoto, but, people can't imagine how dangerous it is. It's so fun, so dangerous. Yeah. Tell us but that's that, part of the thrill. There is more Eric? leeway at the end of the season. You know, when the supermoto go-go was last year, there's a little more leeway for us to do what we want because they realize, you know, you have a little more time to recover. And so, But in the middle of the season, it's very difficult. Now, you were talking about the X game supermoto and how uh, maybe dangerous is not the right word, but you're saying that the course is going to be pretty wild and maybe it's not designed for a supermoto bike. No, dangerous fits. <laughs> <laughs> the course is strange. I believe it's sponsored by Home Depot and they put it in the center there and they got like more or less a little stadium set up. Oh. Take some jumps, dirt. It's got a dirt start, which is even worse. Oh. Then they, I think they cover the seats in dirt. You come flying out of the stadium into the parking lot. Take some hot laps through what they make up as a road race section, hit a jump and fly peristyle into the back into the stadium. Dude, this is supercross. You can yeah, do it. Pretty, pretty much. On those on those slick tires and the, the, these bikes that aren't designed to do what they're going to do. They're not them. being kind to the road racers. They want to make sure. Oh yeah, the motocross guy wins. Oh, who developed it, Mike Metzger? Yeah. Exactly. Come on, Mike. Yeah, but but the bikes really are. I mean, they they don't quite handle like a dirt bike because they don't have the trail that a dirt bike has with small front tire and, and they, they get real agitated real fast and you're like you can just go straight over the front so. can you can you step into the thing and say hey wait a minute guys let's yeah. bring some sanity back into this yeah actually they asked me about it the other day I had a little course diagram they said hey how's that jump look flying into the peristyle I said dangerous you know what do we say but everyone there that's racing there are a bunch of big names in it Everyone's very qualified, and it, there's some great riders, and I don't think there's going to be... I think everyone's smart enough to go, I don't need to wad myself up on this, even oh. though the pressure to win is going to be there, mm-hmm. just because of all the people watching. There's no bonuses in it to run and stuff like that. Uh-huh. We've got Eric and Ben Bostrom here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Crash. Let's talk about some of your training. I know you guys are training with Carmichael. I'm trying to think. What's his first name? Chris Carmichael? Yeah. Yeah, and he's the same guy with Lance Armstrong right now. And, I mean, obviously, you guys are looking very fit. I know you had some arm pump problems back, what was it, last summer or so, Eric. But how is this training with Carmichael? What's he doing to your diet? He's usually pretty more lenient than some other trainers, isn't he? Fit, he. Yeah, you know. Yoked. That. <laughs> That's ripped pretty good. I know. You guys are. Well, show, show the scars. Did, didn't you have arm pump surgery? Yeah, I did. I both arms. Oh, um, 
But, uh, you know, the ladies like it. So. Damn right. Yeah. So what about the regiment? What about the training with Carmichael? It's more Ben's thing right now, so he'd be better. Yeah. Is it guys, hard? Is it is it pretty no, much what you asked for? You know what? Believe it or not, it's easier than what we used to do. Eric and I used to just kind of weed each other out and basically kill each other during the week, and then you show up at the racetrack and be a bit tired yeah. and yeah. a little bit off your game. We didn't realize we we're probably overtraining, and now there's more organization to it, and there's watching your heart and don't overtrain. And wow. what are they, when you got arm pumps, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, well, I am wrong. I don't even know what the hell arm pump is, but you got two nasty ass scars, man. So I mean, where, where do they carve on when they're cutting you up? Man? I'm sure he's got an arm pump before as a kid. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, but, but it was for something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still. What do you mean as a Good kid? Call, ben. <laughs> Forty-five minutes. <laughs> Damn you! What, what a, do they do? It's called a fasciotomy, and they open up the fascia, which is a sac that encloses the muscle and just oh. allows a little more blood to. Um, well, the, God, it's too technical for That's me. Just it's, but it's, it's a it's a canvas sac that holds your muscle. In theory, canvas sack, water can run through it. It's the same with the blood, mm-hmm. but not fast enough when you're, you're riding or climbing. Mm-hmm. It's just pumping it in there, and pretty soon it's solid, and it's slowly bleeding out, but not as fast as you need to pump fresh blood in there. So it just allows more expansion. Yeah, so they hmm. put some little cuts in it. Okay. That's a long healing, isn't it? When you Actually, have the surgery? No. no? Yeah, that's right. It's uh, a couple of weeks, maybe a month. And then mm-hmm. you can get right back on it, and you don't yeah. feel like... Oh, thumping! What? What is the word I'm looking for? Throbbing. <laughs> Throbbing. <laughs> thumping. Oh, you know, come on. Because there's yeah. guys like McGrath suffered from mm-hmm. it. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's supercross or it's motocross or superbikes. A lot of cats get arm pump from either working out too much or is there a medium? If you're on the bike enough, there's less chance of getting arm pump. But it seems like as you get older, it's easier to get it. I don't know why. And um, and there's something to almost the shape of the grips mm-hmm. that like just make it happen it it just comes on so strong sometimes such a rush and um there's probably other ways to avoid it but ben and i were already on the operating table so we're like we might as well have it done too wow. eric has been bostrom here in the speed freaks pit stat man go ahead that's i'm gonna make a right turn here complete right turn we just had sugar ray in here big music what do you guys listen to we're definitely a fan of his yeah. Those guys had the coolest album. It was uh, Lemonade and Brownies. Yeah. yeah. I think back in the day. That, uh, yeah. great. It rocked, huh? <laughs> it was so cool. Still have it. So what was the last CD you bought? Either one of them. Uh, good question. We're we're really diverse. I mean, we listen to, like, really old stuff. Like, I've uh, got, like, you know, Elvis and Johnny Cash. And then, you know, we'll listen to new music. That's what get you What get you pumped up for a race? Inya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, something like that. <laughs> the, Some real the, slow The Cranberries. Not much motorsport. Statman, you doing okay after that interview? I can't believe those questions that you asked. It's incredible. <laughs> What are CDs anyway? <laughs> wow. Was that and that was before the old question? What's on your iPod, right? Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's how we learned, though, about Jeff Gordon breakdancing. You know, that's mm-hmm. one of the great questions. Well, Crasher's voice sounds like she just got out of high school. Me. Seriously. 
I was just getting into high school. Statman still his own deep pipes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't believe that language went on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's greatness. Are you red, Crash? You embarrassed? Embarrassed? Uh, well, I don't know. Should I talk like this again? That's the best description of arm pump ever. Fasciotomy. You know, the canvas sack. Which, by the way, Eric Bostrom won himself an E-Race in 2013. Nice. The first FIM E-Road Racing World Cup he won. Take that with you, baby. Bam! So I'm playing a little bit of Queen because of this for a not much motorsport. They don't get pork chops, Oscars, but a British man recently purchased one that could mimic actor Rami Malek as he portrayed Freddie Mercury of Queen. Derek Sims was cooking dinner for himself and his wife when he suddenly looked at the pork chop frying in the pan, saw an image of Queen's lead singer staring at him in the face. I've never seen anything like it, the 47-year-old engineer said. I've cooked a lot of things and lived a lot of years, but I've never seen my food resemble Freddie Mercury. How many brownies do you have to eat to Cup. see Freddie Mercury in a pork chop? Pork chop. <laughs> you gotta on? be you gotta be eating brownies like Lay's potato chips to see that. <laughs> Is there a picture with the story? Yes. Of the pork chop. Yes. Oh my god, serious. And it it looks like it looks like I see a face, but I see a nose like Pinocchio. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, tweet this out. This is just, again. Oh, that's a stretch. I'm seeing the picture now. Yeah, we need to tweet it out and see if anybody else can see Freddie Mercury in this place. I see Freddie, baby. Bohemian Rhapsody. There it is. Yeah. Freak Nation, we will do it again, with or without Freddie Mercury and my damn snappy pork chop. It's greatness. It's a very fatty pork chop, too, which is definitely not Freddie Mercury. Yeah, curious what those English Sons Guns cooked their pork in. Golly, I cleaned that up, didn't I? (laughs) On the fly. Cannon filters work on the desert. Didn't it, though? Uh, all right, Statman, let's do it this week, man. Shoot the juice to the moose and... Cut it loose. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.